Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, See, so yeah, I'm back. Um, I did want to. Well, first I'm ta- so well we're going to go into what I'm talking about a little later. I just do. I first did want to just briefly, you know, at least address that I did take a week break. Um, reason being, if you didn't see my Twitter post, I literally just depression came over, anxiety. I was burning out with trying to find a new job and a lot of the stuff, a lot of the stress. And I was like, well, I'm trying to force myself to, and the podcast was getting a little heavy on me because I was like, I'm trying to force content down my throat and other people's throats. And it honest, honestly isn't, you know, working. So, you know, I was like, I'm going to take a break, just, just a week off, just so I can at least get my head around things and try to Sort of thing else down, so I'm not like coming to my podcast in a tense moment trying to force a smile. If you heard that sneeze, that's because I have two new cats. I'm not sure if I mentioned them before or not, um, but yes, I have two little kittens, just in case no one has known. Name is King and Prince. They're two little boys, boy kittens. They sleep in my room. I'm not room now. They, they sleep in my room. Prince is the smallest one. He likes to sleep in my bed most of the time. And King likes to sleep in a box full of my clothes. So, I usually let them do that. But King, um, I'm not sure. I, I think he has, like, a sensitive nose or a sensitive, like, lung. So, he sneezes a lot. Like, after a few, like, a couple of days. Like, I want to say maybe three to five days out of gum. Like, he started sneezing a lot. And would just start coughing. But like they like to play around at night. So, sometimes they keep me up. Especially Prince. Because he likes to sleep in the middle of my bed. My twin size bed. That's too small for me. Um, but yeah, so if you hear sneezing, cough, or anything, that's most likely King. And now Prince is staring at me angrily in my room because I have my flashlight on. Because it's like 1 o'clock in the morning, but it's okay. Um, also, only other noise that might be going on is um, this fountain. They have this little water fountain my mom bought for them. So um, it, so I was like a little more that kind of pushed the water up, you know. They like it. So I keep it, so it stays on because that's how they like it. If it goes off. King will come after me and will probably make me come turn it back on. So there's that. So anyway, back to what I was going to talk about. Um, so when I was taking my week break, I had to kind of, I was trying to tr- trying to make myself a little more comfortable, a little more relaxed, because I did start to realize that I am not the most relaxed person. I will just kind of stop relaxing. Like I'll stop being myself because I'm like, oh, well, I have so much going on. I think when... Like, things have my family and stuff. I get so overwhelmed real quick that I'm like, oh, well, I have to, like, jump the gun and do something to save. That I will forget my own emotional and mental health and sometimes my physical health as well. To the point where, you know, you know, my family's like, you know, like, don't do that. I'm like, that's just my, that's just my go-to thing. I'm like, I have to. There's King. <laughs> so, um, so what I would usually do is that, you know, I'm just okay <laughs> so yeah um usually i just um i was just trying to find like a way to like relax and you know i was like i have my gaming laptop i might as well play some games so i bought a bunch i might as well just play a little bit and that helped out a little bit um that's that's one good stress reliever video games but i also had I have a little rocky relationship with video games and you can roast me if you like but i'm a mobile gamer okay i like playing mobile Okay, I know people like to trash mobile games, especially if you have to pay for anything, like pay for an hour, pay anything for games, like no ads or anything. People will come at, 
like will come after mobile games. But I like mobile games, so I feel like that because I have anxiety playing on console. And it's since I got my laptop, I feel like it's more of like a situational thing where it's like if I know I have times where like I will not be asked to like step away from my computer for a long period of time, then I'll take it out and I'll play. But if I just know, if I'm uncertain, if I just know for a fact that's not going to happen today, you know, things are going to happen. If I know events coming up that day, I just don't touch my computer. I'm like, nope, we're not touching unless I have to go on Zoom call. So, yeah, because of anxiety, I'm like, absolutely not. Did I turn my light off? Let me go check. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, I'm not sure if I did. I think so. Did I? Let me check real quick. Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. Just to make sure. Hey, Prince. Hey, Marmalade. Hey, King. Hey. Hopefully King won't scratch me in the middle of this recording. So, yeah. Anyways, back to what I was talking about. So, um, yeah. So, I was, so I was playing games. Um, I My favorite game at the moment is Loop Hero. L-O-O-P-H-E-R-O. Okay, Loop Hero. And I like it because I saw, I, th- I think I saw an ad for it. I want to say, like, probably around, like, four or five months ago. Like, it was a while ago. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, that looks like a really cool game. I also want to come to mobile. But, of course, it was more of like a PC game. And I was like, I don't have a PC or a laptop or anything to play it on because my computer is trash. So, we just ain't going to we don't, we don't mess with it. But when I went, when I first got my game laptop, I decided just to splurge on some games i was like might as well i might not i probably won't play all these games but it's just the fact that they're there so i was like okay well i'll just buy a bunch and it was on sale i was like i'll just buy it my why not and personally I like loop hero because loop hero is just it's kind of like it's like a pixelated um kind of an rpg i'm not sure exactly like what genre you put it in but like the basics of the game like you unlike other games where you have to like kind of go and fight the monster yourself there's basically like, basically like, uh, without giving much away of like the plot or anything, because I haven't finished the game. Like I'm still trying to battle the first boss. <laughs> um, but basically, like it's like this, um, it's literally a loop. It's like a path that loops and it changes every single like time you play. And you basically have to like put like, and you basically are the one putting the enemies down. You're the one that's putting the resources there. You're basically like the one setting up the path as you continue progressing and the like the fighting happens automatically but you know you're supposed to keep going and that's pretty much the premise of the game like it's a constant loop but you're kind of adding more to it each time so it's really nice and really cool you're not playing as the hero per se like yes that's the character you're kind of seeing through but at the same time like you are also like mainly just dealing with the path itself is more where most of the gameplay is kind of at and of course, like there's other people that you'll meet and stuff like that. But that's mainly the gameplay that I was pretty interested in. I was like, okay, all right. Um, I think the only other game I really have played. I'm trying to think of the name. Um, this would be nice if I actually had my computer in front of me, but I put it away because I didn't think I would need it, and I don't feel like taking all the out. Like I said, it's a $1,300 laptop. I don't feel like taking it back out. Lord mercy. But I have played this other game. Um, I know I played City Skylines. I played, I literally played like, literally the first 15 minutes, I got bankrupt. I got scared. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. So I looked up the tutorial that I had to finish. It's like a tutorial series of like, oh, so like this is basically like how to 
good get a good starting city. And I was like, I didn't realize so much went into this game. Like I thought I was gonna be nice. I remember I, I remember even putting like um a, a Steam like um community post asking like what DLC, you know, mods and stuff sh- should I get? Because I knew there's a whole lot out there. I was like, should I buy all at once? Because everything was on sale. So I was like, should I just buy everything or should I like just play vanilla? And people were like, play vanilla first. Like there's a lot in the game. Play vanilla first. If you want to play vanilla, like you want to, like you have to play vanilla and you know what you're doing and you kind of know what gameplay style you want, then you can add DC, DLC, and mods afterwards. And I'm glad I followed that advice because whew, I didn't realize it was so complicated. Like, I don't think I really finished, I never finished that city. <laughs> I need to go back. But it's just really nice. I really did enjoy it. I really did like it. Um, I'm trying to think. I think those are the only two games I really like played, played. Um, I have downloaded a bunch of other games that I knew I was interested in. Like the Henry Stickman collection. I didn't realize that there was actually like a whole another game that came with the collection that just wasn't really like posted otherwhere, like anywhere else online. So I was like, oh, okay. I think that was the main reason I wanted to go buy it. I started being on sale. I was like, okay, you know, I get all the other Henry Stickman games and I get a whole nother game that's supposed to be really long or at least longer than the other ones. And I was like, that would interest me a lot. So there's that. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't actually quite a few. I, I don't remember all of them. Oh, that's the other game I was playing. 112 Operator. I played the demo on my phone before. And I liked it, but I just didn't. I was like, I'm not sure I want to buy it. And I'm kind of glad I didn't buy it on my phone. Because, you know, that was like two phones ago. So I'm pretty sure I would not have downloaded the game again and picked it back up. But it was on sale on Steam. And I was like, I might as well buy it. And I really did like it. I enjoyed it. And I think the best part of the game that I like. Just in case for those who don't know, actually, it's, it's, it's literally like you're playing like, um, at least us in the US, we call it 911 or another. I know I think in some Europe nations it's, it's 112. Um, basically, like you're kind of acting as an operator, like dispatcher, and you know, you, you dispatch you know, the fire, you know, the firefighters, med, like ambulances, medics, and police officers. Um, you basically have to use your discretion because, you know, some places will tell you specifically, like, hey, you know, we need police because this is what's going down. Somebody's like, no, we need firefighters. This is what's going down. But then you get calls, and the calls you have to, like, act quickly. You know, you have to, like, know exactly what you're doing. Um, and for those who do play the game, I would definitely say read the tips. Read the tips before you start the game. There's, I think, in the game, like, loading screen, there's tips. And, of course, there are life, like, there are actual real-life tips that you can use. Um, but there's also, but they also are important in-game because people ask, like, what do I need to do? And, like, of course, they're, they're calling in panic state, so you need to probably memorize a lot of those tips and know what you're doing um so i really did like the game and i think the crazy thing was that i legit signed on and i was like oh it like brought up like a nearby city that i used to live in um didn't know i lived there but you know it brought up like a popular city near my area i was like hey you want to like do the map in this area i was like oh i know you can know my location (laughs) that scared me but i was like no i just kind of but it does know like real life data like where cities stuff are that you can actually use so I was like okay well I'll use my actually that I'm actually living in and I actually really did like it I really enjoyed it um, I have gone back to play the game again a little bit but that's because I feel like 112 operator is like one of those immersive games like that's a game like I would like to see streamed or a game that I would like to see um played on YouTube because I'm pretty sure there's some YouTuber that plays it but I feel like I like to see a series on it because it's one of those like fast acting games I feel like games like Stardew Valley and other games are good for like winding down. 
But one one two operators like a quick like you're supposed to know what you're doing, because like you can't wait too long, because people's lives are on your hands. Like you can't wait forever. So I was like, oh, well you know that that's actually really good to know. You know I think that's really nice. Um, I feel like that's not game playing mechanic that I actually played. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like there's only games I play at, at the moment. I downloaded quite a few others. I, I need to finish Donkin Rampa though. I do know I need to finish Donkin Rampa. Um, but yeah, enough of me talking about video games. Because I'm not really that bit, big of a video game like fanatic or fan or whatever. But I do like playing them occasionally. And I feel like that's why I play mobile. Because people trash mobile, but I feel like it just makes me feel safer that I can... I don't have a lot of like, story mode kind of games on my phone. Like, a lot of the games out on my phone are just the games I can quickly pick up and put down. Like, I don't have to... Or the games I can quickly pause, see my progress, and then come back to later. But I feel like a lot of games I'm still playing on my phone now is more like puzzle games, like Nonogram, um, Woodblock Puzzles, stuff like that. Because I'm like, it challenges my brain. I like to do them before I go to sleep. I don't know why, I just... I legit put Taylor Swift on and play Nonogram, and I'm good. Another great stress lever though because i forgot this topic is supposed to be about stress leaving um one stress reliever another stress lever i have is listening to music while going to sleep while playing nonogram or woodblock puzzle the game the music i listen to is like taylor swift i like taylor swift like um like her evermore folklore albums at first when i heard them it was very toned down from like her reputation and um and her me kind of albums like, it was toned down and i felt like it was i felt like at first i was like whoa like, I don't know why I was when I first heard the albums. I was kind of like, oh, I'm not too sure if I'm gonna like this. But I watched um, one of my favorite reaction YouTubers, um, AJ. Um, I actually do like watching her videos and watching her. I think I like it because you know, she, I feel like I like when she explains it. I like the way she explains the song, how she feels about it. Because I feel like I would have either a similar like experience or either I can I can just gauge her response. Like, okay. I also try to listen to the bits that she allows, that YouTube allow her to play. And I'm like, okay, I get this. I like this. Okay. And I started, I looked through like the lyrics. I like to read the lyrics before I listen to the music. Um, then I read the lyrics while I listen to the song. And then I listen to the song by itself. And I actually really did like her two albums. And that's usually two albums I listen to when I'm winding down. It's either that or Lord. I like Glutes and Lore. I, I don't know why. Like, even Lore's, like, pumpier, like, you know, uppy kind of songs. I can still listen to him, like, yes. Um, I can't wait for the next album to come out, though. I know it's, I know it's coming out soon, but I'm like, yo. Yeah. I think the only other artist I'm, like, really excited for um, to come out. I know Poppy's coming out soon. Um, I haven't listened to her new song, Flux, but I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, I have not listened to Billie Eilish happier than ever. But hopefully by the time this goes up... I will at least get, I should at least have dipped my toes into it a little bit. Like, I've heard all, like, the singles living up to it. Um, but I haven't, you know, listened to the entire album in itself. So I should be getting on that, hopefully. Um, I'm trying to listen, trying to think whether music that I listen to. I think the only other music I really listen to, um, or at least other artists I listen to, um, I know Lucy Loon. I like her, well, them, I'm sorry, They're, them, we do not misgender them, um, Lucy Loon, Cottontail, um, I know Lucy Loon, Cottontail, and James World, um, they all just, they just made, um, what's it called, like a group, 
um, called The Dark Angels, and they released, like, a, I'm not sure if you want to say an EP or an album. Like, it's it's a five-song, I'll say EP because it says side A. I'm not sure if it's supposed to have, like, a, I know it's going to probably come on side B a little bit later on, but it's just side A for now, so I, I'm going to technically call it an EP. I'm not sure if it's an album or EP, um, but listen, they released that. I listened to it earlier, and I actually did like it. Um, favorite song I will have to say from that one was Pizza Party. Um, I, I felt the first three songs I really liked the most. The second two, it wasn't too much my vibe, at least at the moment. But I did only listen to like the thing twice in a row, so I haven't like really enveloped myself in it. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Ash Nico, I actually like her music. I I, I like it. Favorite song I had to say from her. I want to say Cry featuring Grimes, but also like um, Stupid featuring Young Baby Tate. I like, I think I like High, Daisy. I like a lot of her songs actually. Can I for release more? But I think those are some of those two at the moment, like that I'm actually like listening on repeat. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think what else, what else did I do for stress leaving? Cause I was trying to release some stress and just Lead, just let my body just be itself. Um, I feel like I I slept a lot more. Like I was trying to get my sleep in order. It's not in order completely yet, but I'm trying to at least not, you know, stay awake for too long. If I know like oh like my body doesn't really want me to go to sleep, I take melatonin. And I'll say this before anyone's like jumps on like oh I think I might want to take melatonin. Best advice: talk to your doctor. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people are like, I don't want to go to a doctor for one tiny little problem. But if, if there's if there's anything like my doctor, at least through the, I mean, my doctor, um, and my doctor's office actually has an app that I can go through. And I can just send a quick message. They always respond to me within a couple of days. Like usually with anywhere from a few hours to a couple of days, they usually send me a response really quick saying, hey, you know, blah, 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 to whatever question I had. So see if your doctor's office has something like that. I don't know you or you can try calling if that's for you not for me personally no but <laughs> but yeah um but you know always talk to doctor but my mom actually got me on melatonin personally one of the things that I kind of I kind of could gauge for myself how much melatonin I really needed um because I used to take melatonin gummies one gummy was one milligram of melatonin and depending on like I knew like when I first got it and I was first starting this job I have now on Amazon I my sleep was out of whack severely because I because moment I, I left I left my old job it was the day I started my new job in Amazon, so I was my my sleep was out of whack, so I did have to learn to gauge okay like if I if I know I'm going to work how much melatonin do I really need, like do I really need three milligrams Cause I think that was the most dosage it recommended, so that's like do I really need three milligram, milligrams of melatonin like I might actually sleep and not wake up for for my shift. So I'll just take one. But if I knew like I had a day off and I was just really tired and I knew I, I probably didn't need to go to sleep, I I didn't see taking two or three milligrams. But I don't take the melatonin gummies anymore because my mom got this other thing that I like a little bit better. It's more of a calm mind blend thing that has a milligram melatonin. Um, I take that because you're only supposed to take one. I like it because it is more supposed to just calm you down a little bit instead of like force you to sleep and I did like that a little bit more because it just kind of put me in more calm mood 
instead of just kind of like me like having a rushing mind and like the melatonin like trying to do his job and my mind's like absolutely not so i feel like that did me a little bit better um but yeah that's what i do to help me get some sleep and i personally like sleep sleep is the best thing ever um trying to think, what else have i really done um oh i think i drove around a little bit more Cause I think I've, I kind of like drove out like, yeah, mom, just leave, leaving like I'm going to the mall or something. And like, I think I just know, I think my mom knows cause I've been trying to look to move out, which was also, it's been a part of my stress of, you know, I want to move out really bad, but at the same time, like, you know, stre- moving out is stressful, you know, you know, you had not even just try, it's not as simple as just finding a place to like move in and just moving your stuff over, like, you know how like what all utilities are all that good stuff like it's it's a lot of work so it has it was a little stressful but i think my mom knowing that i'm trying to learn to be a little independent she's kind of like okay you know but i do realize you know i'm i started my mom like okay i'm still living it with my mom and still in her house you know so you do so make sure i ask her i'm like okay like yeah she either told me she needs to back by a certain time or i like, ask last time i was like do i need to back by a certain time do you do anything else usually she says no and you know i'm usually off i i'm back at a reasonable time because I you know I don't want to be showing up at like 11 o'clock at night that's just not how it's gonna work in my house mom would probably just lock me out <laughs> she'd be like call me where you're at and I, you ain't coming home like she'll probably lock me out um but you know I usually make sure I'm home I just know usually the 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 thumb of, like the rule of thumbs just be home for dark so I'm like okay and usually for me dark is run when five o'clock traffic hits you know when Everyone's starting to head home. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to start getting dark soon. So I'm like, no, I, I want to get there a little before traffic hits. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. And just window shop most of the time because last time I went to the mall, I didn't buy nothing. I ended up just going to the nearest Barnes and Noble, sat there and read Chonji Ito's Tomi. I read a little bit of that because that's a real thick, like, manga. I think it's like supposed to be the ultimate collection of the Tomi. Um, stories i did and that was a thick novel i was like how much is this 35 dollars usd and i was like oh whoo so yeah i just had the mars for a little bit and i was like okay still didn't buy anything though i, I think i just went to five below afterwards bought me some face mask and then just like went straight home <laughs> i didn't have anywhere else to go i was like might as well because i'm pretty sure mom's going to start wondering where i'm at so i just like i'm gonna head home oh lord i think oh that Oh, yeah. I think that's... I don't know what else I've really been doing for stress. Oh, I've been watching YouTube, though. I've picked my YouTube out. I, I notice when I get depressed, stressed, or just anxious overall. Like, my overall, like, I feel like my mental health or emotional health drops before baselines again. So I feel like my I feel like my mental health and emotional health, the best way I can describe it is, like, if flatlines a little bit, then, like, it takes a dip. It will flatline at that, like, dip for a bit and like if i start like doing a little bit better like trying to do a little bit better it'll eventually it'll slowly creep up but if, like it's but it will like either flatline like slowly like kind of like you know plateau or it'll just take another dip i don't know why it does that but it does that i need get <laughs> i need oh lord it's just it's bad but you know i do notice why i am doing better like if i'm in one of those periods where i'm just you know i'm doing okay I usually notice I start watching YouTube a little bit more. 
you know, I started trying to, you know, do those little things that I know I actually would like to do for now. Instead of, like, w- like a lot of times I just, like, do the next, like, the nearest chore. Just because I'm like, oh, I just have to, I have to clean, I have to clean, I have to do something. But, you know, why I realize I'm just doing something I like and not really too afraid of, like, being stopped for it. I'm like, okay, I think I'm doing a little better. You know, this is my day. Oh, Lord. I'm not sure what else I really do for stress. Um, or, like, stress relieving. Um, cause I, I, I legit, I think the first thing I looked up, cause I looked up was like unique stress relievers. And the first thing that popped up, I think it was like a Zen, um, I think it was like Love Labs. They'd have like, um, vitamin vapes or whatever. And it was, it was one was like for relaxation. I was like, I think that's, that sounds like weed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's a, it's, it sounds, it doesn't sound right. So I don't know. I probably, I, I think about doing a little more research into it because that, I think the fact that it was vitamin vape, like, it said it has no weed. But it did sound like that kind of thing. But I was like, I'll look into them a little bit more, you know, if I feel like it. Um, I'm trying to think, is there anything else I really want to talk about? Because, um, I think I want to go back to the Junji Ito thing because I watched Super Eye Patch Wolf. Um, he, um, he made a video like, it was like a, it was a while ago, um, on Jun Ito, and one thing is, like, he, he likes horror, like, I can tell, I think, whenever, like, when I think he comes up with, like, a video, you can tell he's, like, passionate about what he's talking about, so I think that's what I really like, and I, you, I think I've watched a few of his videos where he talks about horror, and he's, he really likes horror, like, that's right up his alley, like, if you have, like, I feel like, if you, I feel like you can, rec- if you recommend him, like, a horror game, he'd probably be like, oh, mm-hmm, let me be the judge, of the, if it's really horror, if it's just a jump scare, I feel like that will be up his alley. And when you talk about Junji Ito, I, I feel like the way he explained it, and I think some of the pictures he showed, I really did like the way he explained it because it didn't come off to me as jump scare. Like, I feel like a lot of horror today is. I feel like a lot of horror relies more on jump scaring the audience. And it's kind of forcing the, like, the jump scary, like, jittery kind of thing. Jittery is probably not the best word. But, like, you know, like, the creepy, you know, jump scare kind of thing onto um, the audience. And they might use symbolism a little bit here and there. But I feel like that's pretty much it. And I never really took to horror like that. One, because I'm a scaredy cat, okay? I don't like, I don't like horror. But I feel like I, when I was reading, like, Tommy, it didn't really scare me more just as more of it unsettled me. Like, it made me feel really unsettled, a little creeped out. It was definitely not something I could, I could, like, read at night. Definitely something I could read at night. But, like, something I can read during the day, like, I couldn't watch horror or read horror at all, like, during the day. That's not going to happen. But I think Junji Ito was just weird because, like, it made me think. And I was just like, this is crazy. Like, I was just thinking, I was like, this is crazy. Um, but, yeah, like, Super Eye Patrick Wolf did give me that. And I remember, I think, the last video I watched that he did talk about Junji Ito was a collection that he did. I think that was just for, like, um, like his, uh, I think someone did, like, an animated, like, anime series of his works. And now uh, he did not like it. <laughs> You should watch his, that video. Like, he did not like it. He was like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. He was not happy. He was not having that. Because um, I, I feel like he was one of those people who, who would probably, like, he would go on a rant about it. And if you just try to, like, calm down just so you can, but okay, let's, let's calm down. Let, 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 it's not that serious. He would go, he would just get louder. So he'd just be like, like, if he was just, that unhinged state, like, if he was in an anger state, he's just like, you know what, just, 
I'm gonna let you rant. I'm gonna let you just vent your frustration. And not in a, it's not in a bad way. It's a really good way because it comes off as passionate. Like he really does care. So I feel like he talks about with us like he would not be you know where he is with his stuff if he wasn't passionate about it. You know with YouTube, his podcast, and everything. Um. So yeah, I think he. I think that was what kind of made me take the jump to looking at Junji Ito. Because, I mean, I haven't really read manga in a while. I think the last time I read manga was, like, I want to say maybe in middle school. Because <laughs> I think that was one because, like, the library that was actually in my school, because my high school did not have a library. They're like, no, there's a library, like, up the road. You can go drive over there and go pick out a book, okay? But, like, my, the library was in my school. And I actually did like it. Um, I, I like that I can just go and just just go get manga they had naruto manga that's all they that's all i was interested in so that's all i read um and i did get in trouble a couple times in class for reading it but it was naruto manga that was my first manga i ever read okay i was trying to piece together some naruto story even though they didn't have all the naruto manga i still try to make do with what i had um so yeah anyways um i'm trying to think i personally really did like you know I don't know. I, I feel like reading the manga with Johnny Ito, I feel like it would be hard to really put that in. Um, I feel like it would be hard to put his works in anime. Like, not too hard, but I feel like it would have to. I feel like a lot of his works deal with body horror, especially. Like, if you're not a body horror fan, you would not really like his works. Because it deals a lot with, you know, the, uh, it's just a lot, I want to say just body horror in general, like, it's, like, that's just a good baseline, and I feel like, also just reading Tomi, and what I've read on the internet without trying to give out too much, like, a spoiler for a lot of his works, is that nothing really goes to explain, like, I feel like that kind of deals with some of the horror, like, think about, like, vampires, you know, like, to defeat a vampire, like, garlic, you know, werewolf silver, you know, but, like, a lot of his works, like, is unexplained. Like, you don't know, like, how, how anything has happened, why this is happening. You know, it happened, and, like, it just, it's just happening. So, so it gives you this creepy, unsettling feeling without, like, all the jump scares. I feel like the jump scares happen if you keep reading the stories. Then you will start scaring yourself with, with it, but it's only because you are still trying to read the story. But of course, you, if you're combining like, being creeped out and unsettled with human curiosity, you're going to get the horror. And of course, with body horror that he's kind of known for, yeah, you're going to get known for it. You're, you're going to get the horror that you kind of want. But I feel like with Junji Ito, I, I feel like his works would be hard to put in anime because I feel like a lot of what I do with this last shade, like you'll do the shading correctly. Like, if you put too much shading, you're not going to be able to say anything. If you don't do as much shading or if you don't properly, like, size things or whatever, it's not going to give off the same effect as it did in his works, personally. I feel like would be the way to go. I haven't watched the Junji Ito collection, nor if I read all of his works. What I'm saying is just reading a little bit of Tomi and reading, like, synopsis of, like, his other works, I'm like, oh... Like, one, I know he had, like, over 40 works. I was like, oh, he's been on this for a while. Um, but I feel like, you know, it's just crazy. I just, I look at it, and I'm like, this is creative. Like, it doesn't, I feel like one is, like, excuse me, one of, like, his, um, 
most famous one is Uzumaki, which is, I think, is Japanese for spiral, if I'm correct. And, I mean, like, you just look at it, look at you just read a little bit, you're just kind of like, how... Like, I think, it's supposed to, it's, I think, if I'm correct, it's supposed to be about the spiral, I think, is that story. And how, like, you would think, like, you're like, what's so scary about a spiral? But the fact that you can make a spiral scary is terrifying. Like, that, I feel like... I feel like people who are into, like, horror and, you know, like, the crazy, creepier side of, like, science fiction and fiction, stuff like that, I'm like, they're, I would like to get to know their creativity. Like, I want to know how they got creative. Like, in that, like, that's, like, I feel like they're creative, like, I feel like everyone has a bit of creativity, but it's more, like, kind of boxing and bolts and, like, screws and stuff. I feel like they just had, like, unbolt and unscrew a lot of it and just, like, open the edges just a little bit and just let crazy things come in. And they just have to be not too scared of, like, these kind of things. So I'm like, how? You made a spiral scary. How does anyone make a spiral scary? But apparently you did. I would like to know how you did it. If you can explain to me how you made that happen. Like, you would just not think, like, someone making a spiral scary. Or, like, I feel like the craziest things I think what makes his works a little more cool, as like I said before not much things are explained like it just happens and then that's it like i think what some people have written the things like there's also like supernatural phenomena that happen in some of the stories or most of them but it was one thing i'm just like i think that's i think that's one thing i'll stick with people is the fact that it cannot be explained so you end up just having to make theories okay you have to make a horror theory booyah whatever <laughs> that was lame matt pack could do better but Man, I don't know. I think I'll have to... I want to watch a YouTube video, like, outside of Super Eye Patch Wolf that like, goes into Junji Ito's works. Because I just want to know, like, what people really think about his works. Because I, I feel like that's... That kind of horror... It's just, like... I don't know which, where you'll go with that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I talked a little bit about Junji Ito because I just kind of... I don't know. I, I kind of just got into reading Tomi and I was like... It's so crazy. And I feel like... Because none, none of the events... Were really being explained. Like, you just kind of jumped to the next story. And I was like... Yo, how do you do that? Like, how do you just jump to the next thing? It just made me think. I was like, wow. Just wow. I'm trying to think also. What else have I been up to? Well, I've been looking into contact lenses. I've been doing that as well. Um, cause I did want to buy some color contacts, but <laughs> I ran into this problem today and my, um, whatchamacallit, I was trying to like, um, what was it? It's like TTDI, uh, or like, I think it's called like third eye or something like that. It's like the brand name. You know, they have like a virtual try on like feature on the website that allows you like to kind of like use your camera on your phone or laptop to, you know, look at and see like how the lens would be on you. And even though I had the lighting and everything, my eyes were just so dark. You couldn't... That I feel like the camera was having problems trying to find my pupil so it can put the lenses on correctly. It was one of those things where I was like, I'm going to take a leap of faith now, aren't I? I'm going to take a leap of faith <laughs> if I decide to go with some. But I feel like personally, I always had to go with... I want to either get like the rainbow lenses they have um, or I'll to go with what, like cosplay ones. So I've had lenses before and I think... My, well, contact lenses. I, I, I used to have regular ones from a prescription before. Um, I liked them, but at the same time, one of them, like, 
my eyes, I, which I didn't know, come to more of a point. So, because you had to get your eyeballs fitted, like they had to measure your eye and everything for your contact lenses. And I was like, okay, you know, I'll just do it myself. And so, you know, like they, they teach you everything, how to put them in, everything when they're when you're there, when you know you're getting contact lenses. And I got mine and I think one of my eyes, I forgot which one, but one of my eyes is some like most of the time it was fine, but it was always just one eye that just refused to have the contact lens in. Like it just refused. It was like, we're not doing this today. So I think I eventually just stopped and I didn't tell my mom until like, I think like a week or two later. And she was like, I wish you would have told me like I would have went and like, you know, got your eye refitted. And I kind of was like, oh. I felt bad, but I feel like that's just how I am in my life. I just don't usually go ask for help or tell someone something's wrong. Usually until it's too late or until I'm like, yeah, I'm just sitting in my hurt at this point. There's no point. <sighs> but yeah, that's what's going on with me. I don't really have much else to just talk about, really. I'm just kind of like, I'm glad that I didn't kind of force myself last week because I feel like I would definitely burning myself out so I'm glad I took just a quick week off which didn't make me feel a little bad so I was like I want to go for a complete full year just me constantly going every week but now I'm saying I'm like yeah but with stresses and you know time and you know I, you know unfortunate events and time you know timing can just ruin everything you know so you know with everything going on in my life I, I'm just having to learn except you know sometimes you gotta take a break from things you like you know you might not like everything you might not like taking a break, but you have to. So I'm kind of glad I did. I'm glad that I took a break. So I do feel like I'm talking a little more freely, you know, not too scripted. I feel like because a lot of times I was just looking up things on the internet and trying just to read what I found um, to just make something interesting. But I feel like this one was just a lot more like, we're just going to go off the cuff. You know, we're just going to go off what, what I feel like talking about, which I feel like is cool. So anyway, that's where I'm at. <laughs> Um, but yeah, now it's like around two o'clock more. I started this, I started this like around one twenty. It's like close to two now. I really should get in bed. I had to actually do something in the morning, so this was kind of really bad timing. But I was just up. Ooh, before I got, before I got, forgot, before I got, I didn't want to talk about. <laughs> I watched what was it, Cortrezy's um video that she put out not too long ago. I think it was like just last week, and she was talking about Karen. And I just legit had to, after I watched the video, I was like, yo, I'm so glad to, glad to be watching YouTube again. You have to watch her videos. It's, she's really funny. I really do recommend watching her videos. Um, okay, be, come re, be reasy with the rest of us. Um, but I think just watching Karen's just being crazy. Like, you just have to think, like, you're just like, how? Like, I think that's just the craziest thing ever. Like, you really just... I had to think, you're just like, how? How did it come to this? Like, like, did your parents ever teach you to, to never told you no? You know what? I feel like that's a whole nother podcast episode in itself. I really should do an episode about Karens. I want to see, there has to be a subreddit for Karens. I'm going to look it up and see if I can find one. Let me do that right now before I get off on this podcast. Because I want to see, where's my Reddit? And yes, I do like using Reddit. Reddit is a wonderful place. But I want to see if there's a Karen subreddit. Because I would love to know. 
frequency Karen is is there really a Karen oh lord is there I'm I'm give me one second oh my lord there is there is a subreddit for Karens And even ones for oh my gosh I'm gonna okay this is a definitely I'm joining <laughs> I'm joining right now um, but yes thank you guys <laughs> oh man I'm just having the best the best time anyways thank you guys so much for listening and hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day night whenever you listen to this stay safe stay healthy and I'll talk to you guys. Another time. Bye, you guys.